Heroes Fan Podcast, episode number 10. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Heroes Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we are here to discuss with you guys tonight, season what, two or, yeah, season two, right? Season two. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Chapter 10, uh, titled Truth, Truth and, and Consequences. Consequences. And uh, I'll tell you, I was a little worried before viewing tonight's episode. That's because you pre-listened I, no, I didn't pre-listen. I okay. previewed. Previewed. I previewed the voicemails, the listener feedback out there, and and it kind of just you know I didn't want to listen. Did, it it did for you for for this episode of Heroes. What I did for you for two weeks ago of Grey's Anatomy. What's that? Where I told you you weren't going to like it because. And then it turned of, out not being as bad as I thought. Being, right. Yeah. So I think that that's what. Pre-listening did or previewing previewing did for you right. So uh, last week we asked for ten voicemails on the listener line. Did we really? We did, and uh, we got one, two, three, four, five, six. I think we got like six of them there. But uh, one person really made up with it with a four-minute long voicemail. So (laughs) should I tell you what? Let's let's have our discussion about the episode first. Okay. And then go and find out what for, folks were saying on the listener line. How's that? Okay. Do you care? You, I do you, care. Why do you care? You're like, okay. I do, well, I, I... You you point this... Okay. Here's the thing, Clifford. Okay. You do this to did me you just call time. me Clifford? I did. You do this to me all the time. What do I do to you it's all the time? I have a thought inside my head. Yes. It's funny, and I have to laugh because... Sometimes I make myself laugh. Okay. You draw attention to it, and then you want me to say it out loud. Yes. But then when I say it out loud, you're like, well, they didn't need to know that. And so I can't have an inside joke, and I can't share it out loud, so just stop talking to me. <laughs> Where did this come from? Did I I'm ask you to that, say something? No. No. Now you're going to say it. Listen, I now am. Now you're going to say it. You're going to tell them something. I'm ready. Are you ready? Hold on. I, I have hold on. Wait, be, before you do, let L- me let me start carefully. the recording on Ustream. Okay, welcome to the Ustream viewers. <laughs> Hello. Uh, we're recording Here's my now. Thought, okay. okay, you're talking about the voicemails. There's six of them. One of them made up because it's four minutes long. Yes. Okay, so I'm sitting here. I'm thinking, well, people are watching me record this podcast because we're you streaming it so now i'm gonna have to pretend like i'm listening to the four minute long voicemail no seriously you don't because i i've been doing this all week I'm just as kidding. we've been testing because <laughs> I, I just sit here and i'm like like this but i'm secretly typing so, over here no seriously yeah, you don't have to I, listen, I do to, listen to the voicemail no you <laughs> don't you totally just told everybody these the voicemails I, are just okay. fillers right no i try to listen to the voicemails but sometimes I can get way lost, and so then I just yeah. fake it the rest of the way through. I got gotcha. you. There. I, got, I just got you your 10 voicemails for next week. There you go. <laughs> All right. So before we before we go to the voicemails, let's, yeah. let's go ahead and uh, do a little bit of discussion regarding this episode. So, do we now know in Season 2, Chapter 10, whether or not the company's good or bad? <laughs> we still don't know. I mean, that's, I mean... We we still don't know, and it, if, it could go either way. It really could go either way, still, 
because um you know if you are hired into if you're brought into some secret organization and they're really bad yeah they're not going to tell you right away that they're bad they're going to let you keep thinking that you're working for the good Okay. I mean, we've seen this in a couple other shows before. Alias SD6. <laughs> you know? Um, so. Chef so Mark I, says it's just a matter of perspective. Do you agree with him? It could be. It could be a matter of perspective. Because we. So we're just. We're just dumb. So we're just hanging out in the middle. We don't. We can't make up our mind. No, no, no. I'm just. Um, no, I, I don't think no, that's. I, I, and that's not what he's saying. I know. That, that's okay. what I'm saying. Well, finish your um, thought because I have a thought. Go ahead with your thought because mine's gone. Okay. My thought is that, okay, we don't understand why they created this virus. Why in the world, what is it, strain 138 or whatever? Right. Why in the world do they not want to destroy this? Why? I mean, obviously, we know that they want to prohibit this, the abilities in these heroes or these gifted people uh, to do things that are harmful, such as Siler. They they want to be able to take somebody like Siler and they want to be able to strip away all of his abilities. Is that correct? It, it, seemingly. Seemingly. But Siler created his own abilities. Okay. He was not born with abilities. Okay. But regardless, so, but he has like, abilities. Okay. And so therefore, the, the thought is, is that what they're creating will be able to take those abilities away from him by giving him this virus. The problem is, however, that this virus is something that, you know, with this one strain, this 138, it's something that could wipe out the world. Now, how is that helping anybody? I mean, it you you on one hand, you have a handful of individuals who can do some really awful things. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, you wipe out the entire world and it's all gone anyway, except right. for those who live eternally, such right. as Adam and and uh, Claire. And yeah, I some think of I've seen other. a preview for a movie like that with Will Smith coming up or something like that. I, so I have a, <laughs> no. It's like that's what everybody's doing right now. So in the in the uh, studio here, we're trying to cover for the fact that our daughter <laughs> I think is down we're doing here. Very well. Yeah, and, and uh, so you anyway. didn't even have to bring it up. No, I just just in case people start hearing things because okay. I'm sure that it's going to be less covered up in just a moment. No, she's writing me a note. Is she writing you a note? Check <laughs> her out. I gave her my paper and my pen to write me a note. She's writing a note. This is her skin anyway. All right. Okay. So where was I going with this? I forgot. Covering it, it up. Covering it up. Um, yeah, I totally lost it. <laughs> you're, the, you're the one who brought tension away from it. So, um, yeah, I don't understand how that could be good. You know, the obviously strain 138. No matter what, it is everybody knows that this could potentially wipe out the entire population. So, how in the world can that ever be good, regardless of what perspective? Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So, do we think Adam is bad, Stephanie? Megan, go to bed, please. Do hold on. Okay, what? we're gonna pause. Yeah. And we're back. So, that was fun. All right. Anyway, the discussion was whether or not um, whether or not Adam is bad. That was the question I, spo- right. I posed to you. So, is Adam bad? Well, Adam's obviously killing all the people who founded her, the company. Right, and he's going to get the virus to let it out. But is in his mind, does he think that that's the right thing? 
And is that what Chef Mark is maybe talking about, this idea that it's all within the perspective of the person who is doing this? But in my mind, it seems that the the company... I don't know. I, I, it, this, I I'm no so conflicted over this. And I'm, I'm a black and white person. I, I, I don't deal in gray, shades of gray. No, you don't. I like, I like right is right, wrong is wrong, right is right, left is left. I mean, I, I just, I just like it when I know exactly what, where I stand on things, and yeah, and and these shows keep putting things together that that just that make you question. But it. I think, I think and that you the can't company is bad. It, can you? Yes, but here, here I am thinking that Noah is a is a good person. That he's, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. How can I be on Noah's side, Mister Horned Rim Glasses? Where's he's such the a Haitian? creep. <laughs> I want to know. I was so <laughs> expecting the Haitian to come into this episode. Where's the Haitian when you need him, you know? Yeah. All righty. So Noah's being held by the company. We we obviously knew that from yes. the last episode. Yes. So there was really nothing new there. No, except for you got to like watch his eye heal, heal again. again. Yeah. yeah. And of course, we noticed that... Um, we noticed that... Um, the, I'm sorry, I was reading the chat room. <laughs> TV Podcasting Network says, stop confusing Cliff. All right. Good luck. No doubt. All right. So anyway, Noah, they're pretending that Noah was crema- cremated. Right. All right. And they send Elle to watch over Claire. I love the whole fumbling around in the car with her broken yes, arm. I mean, that was cool. It was, yeah. You know, here they, got, they brought um, Noah back to life. Bob. Brings Noah back to life. Bob. But Bob will not spare a drop of blood for his own daughter. What's up with that? Yeah. I uh, mean, did you think about yeah. that? It's like you're know. just going to have to get over it. <laughs> you got to you got to accept responsibility. You, this is all your fault. You should have. You, and you, it's not all her fault. I know. I'm like, man, what kind of daddy issues is she going to have? Oh, wait. Well, she uh, already has some. And and Noah sparked that doubt in her last week, you know, having that doubt in in her dad. And so when he when Bob was sitting in the car with her and saying, um, what was he saying? "Did you just are lose you what gonna, you were gonna regain, say? Are you gonna be able to regain my trust? Am I gonna yeah. be able to trust you again? I'm like, no, she's not gonna trust you again. If You're she's smart, she's not. And, and oh, anyway, it, the whole. Her being his dad, I mean, her being, him being her dad, that just, <laughs> it just doesn't go over for me. You know, he's, he just, he isn't the daddy type. He's not. You know, he's N- not. Noah, he- accepting Noah as Claire's father was, wasn't too difficult to do. I mean, we've seen some protectiveness right. of his daughter, regardless Absolutely. of how Absolutely. evil his intentions have been for certain things. It, it's very clear that he has at least a fatherly instinct when it comes to protecting Claire. We don't see that in Bob. Right. You know? Not at all. She's like a pet to him. Literally. I know people, people treat their who pets have better. dogs that they treat better than that. Yeah. Anyway, no wonder she's so messed up. She's pretty messed up. All right. So, Hero travels back in time, back to the 70s. And we're supposed to see the whole, you know, backstory of yeah. of um, Adam. You know, we we learned that Victoria, let's see, Victoria Pratt 
actually wanted to destroy the virus, that right. she wasn't a bad person. She she nece- she she may have been in that group photo, but she obviously disagreed with the founders of the company and said, "Listen, I don't want anything to do with this anymore." My question, why did they let her live? And why is Angela Petrelli protecting her? Good question. All right. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those where you don't want me to give you dead silence, but I don't have an answer right away. Um, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Did I mean, something had to have happened along the way. You know, did she try to pretend to be part of them to, you know, continue on in exposing what they were doing or... I mean, she hasn't been in hiding since 1977. She obviously is on edge at all times. I mean, who goes gardening with their big, huge, gigantic gun? <laughs> that was cool. You know, it's like, hello, this is a... I mean, does she go, that like, to cool. the potty? You know, she's got the big gun with her everywhere she goes. I mean, <laughs> That'd that's... be cool. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, we find that Adam's trying to release the virus. Uh, he's not giving up on that. Although, it seems odd that... I guess... So was he in the cell from 19, what was that, 79 or something like that? 77. From 1977 all the way through when Peter let him out? Yeah, because it was 30 years ago. He told us a couple weeks ago he'd been in there 30 years. Yeah. Okay. So there we There's my answer. (laughs) All righty. And then... um, Take him to the cell and throw away the key. Did you miss that part? (laughs) No, I didn't miss that part. I was just asking. Leave me alone. All right. So... We have Peter's bad acting is is something that I wrote down. You kind of have mentioned this. I did. He was talking to, well, I think he was talking to Victoria about, you know, being back in, being in the future and and seeing what was going to happen. And this girl, Caitlin, was there with them and boo-hoo, wah. Yes. It was bad acting. That, he is such, his name escapes me. Is it? I don't know. Milo? I'll tell you somebody that does know. Yeah. Everybody knows. No. This guy knows. Chef knows. Sh- Chef Mark. My friend, Chef Mark knows. Chef Mark, tell us who's P- who. Who plays Peter Petrelli? Hello, Chef Mark. Okay, we don't have Chef Mark on the line. No. Anyway, his name is right there in my head. I can I can see it. I can I just there it is. It's um, it is Milo. I was right on his first name, Milo. Yeah. Yeah, Milo. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm here. All there right. He there's is. Chef Mark. Chef Mark, where are you when we need you? I'm sorry. I had my thing muted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's great. So what, what was the question? Oh, I asked what Peter's, what the actor's name who plays Peter. Oh, Milo Ventimiglia. Ventimiglia. That's, thank you. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. How could you, with a, with a name like that, how could you forget? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I remembered Milo. I just knew better than to even try to do the now you know cliff you know i'm gonna i'm gonna take you to task on the whole good and bad thing right you, you go right ahead because i you know I, and i talk about this with loss too you know good and bad is always a matter of your perspective you know sort of from from which direction you're standing in you know i make the, the classic case that you know in a war good or bad depends on which side you're on um and i'm sure there are plenty of plenty of people in the third reich that thought they were the good guys um, 
but we didn't because we were on the other side. <laughs> but in terms of the um, the actual company developing that strain, I think that possibly they didn't know that they were that in doing testing on the various strains of the virus that they were going to create a super virus that would be capable of killing everyone in the world. Uh, it's quite possible that they just discovered that oh my god, this thing is so powerful, we better not use it again. You know, there were maybe there were forces within the company that thought yes, we could develop it into something and others have said no way should we ever let this be the light of day but they kept it but yeah i mean victoria pratt had said let's "Let's destroy destroy this and they're like no they'll never let us do that yeah and so but see that's the thing we don't have enough information yet to determine who the they is and who those forces are that want that or whether they literally want to use it against the world or whether it's just a matter of they're trying to you know it could be that they want to continue to to do more research to find a way of curing their own uh, their own condition. Right. right. You know, and someone who is who is blindly driven by a goal like that uh, is willing to take the risk of some of the negative consequences that we may see. Right. Well, on the whole good and bad thing, for me, I have to. There are some moral guidelines that, in my perspective, I you know, kind of can judge, depending on what, how much we know about the intentions behind some of the decisions that are being made. So, therefore, with Noah initially believing that perhaps he's a bad guy, but we're not sure, it took, it took some time before we started thinking, okay, he's obviously done some bad things. He, he's obviously worked for this company who uh, he thought, you know, he was doing the right thing, but then he did some things that obviously in my mind anybody should know is not right and when it comes down to it knowing his intentions you know in season 2 and seeing that you know hey i am i'm no longer going to be a part of this i've seen what it's done to my family seen what it's done to my daughter and and to see him come back over to what i consider to be the good side based upon what i've seen his intentions to be so so when i'm talking about you know it, who's the good person, who's the bad person, is the company good or is the company bad? It's not necessarily what is the perspective of, of the individual out there. Is It's like I'm, what's weird is I'm conflicted whether or not I believe who's good or who's bad in this in this scenario. Because Exactly, and that's exactly where you should be because that's what, you know, good, good writing, good literature, good art, good TV makes you feel that because that's the whole point is to make you sort of think about the you know various dilemmas and and moral choices to make and realize that there isn't really there's very little in this world that is black and white good and bad you know there's there's certain things we know okay you know stomping on bunnies is not good we all (laughs) but cats Uh, okay (laughs) cats are totally cool but if you had to stomp on a bunny to save your child's life you'd probably stomp on the bunny (laughs) there you go which uh, that just happened to me the other day now that you say that Yeah, that came up. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny you should bring that up. Anyway. And, you know, all of these shows that we talk about, they're, they're doing that. You know, they're causing us to, to question, to go outside the bounds of our normal, very, very easy good and bad judgment and to say, actually, maybe not. Maybe I should put myself in this character's place and wonder, you know, what would I do in that situation? You know, does the end justify the means? Um, and most of the time we say no, but we see many examples in life and in literature of people using that and saying, well, actually, yeah, the ends do justify them, or the means do justify the end. 
or one of those. Gotcha. The means justifies yeah. the ends. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Like you, you'll you'll do things that you know are questionable because you know your end, what you're looking for, the result you want is something really, really positive or good in your estimation. Right. Of course, what other people think is, you know, maybe the opposite. Very cool. Thank you, Chef Mark. Um, did you have anything else that you wanted to share before we uh, move on to the next thing? No, not right now. Thanks. All right. Just if you need anything else, uh, just uh, let us know in the chat room. We'll bring you back on. Cool. That's uh, Chef Mark Tafoya. He's a very close personal friend of ours, and he is also a producer of his own podcast. Uh, and and uh, po- his own podcast. His own media network. <laughs> over at culinarymedianetwork.com, and I encourage you guys to check it out. They have lots of great video podcasts and audio podcasts about food, and uh, being that it's the holiday season, uh, now's the time to check out and see what he's doing over there. Anyway, thank you, Chef Mark, for all your valuable input on all of our shows that you call in to. Okay, Stephanie. Yes. All right, so let's talk about Gabriel. He's just creepy. I, I okay. I don't care what your perspective is. If you think that he's got good in him, you know, he is one messed up he individual. Is, he is messed up. What do you seriously messed up? What do you think about the whole Maya situation? What what part of it? The whole what part her of falling in love with him. The whole being well, easily that was his misled. Plan. I, I think that I he's good at setting a plan and executing it. There's there's something good about him. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but uh, not not quite certain that his his end justifies his means. But um, he's just creepy. He is. He is. That actor pulls off creepy very well. Yeah, I think Alejandro. It was time for him to go. Yeah. Well, it was. He his his role had become pointless. Well, the thing the thing is, is what I was getting at is that I think Alejandro had a lot to do with. I, I think he was he was a very weak individual in protecting his sister. I mean, I know he tried, but he tried to do it in a nagging way. I mean, he obviously felt the vibe of how the bad vibe. the about how bad <laughs> right. Siler is. Right. You know, th- this Gabriel character, he knew. If that were me and that were my sister, okay, I am going to find a way to get us away from this guy before he, especially when I don't even have any before clue. Before he what stabs you to death? Yeah, especially before he stabs me to death. <laughs> so, no, what I was going to That s- was predictable. It was a little predictable. But, Go uh, ahead. I'm just saying, I, I, I think he played. Uh, not not I not that the character played a weak role, but I right. think that that you know I I was like I was a little disappointed in the character that he did not stand up for his brother that he didn't fight sister. harder or yeah his sister uh, that he did not fight harder not necessarily he 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 kind of whined he kind of yeah you know, it's like I don't know about him I just don't trust him right you know it's like get think- out of the back seat and say you know hey yeah. Let, we picked you up. We, you know, we need to get out of here. Right. It, it, I think he is a lot to blame for the situation that Maya now finds herself in. Yeah, I, I will agree with you. Um, how much of what 
how much of what Siler was telling Maya about um, Alejandro, you know, um, blaming her for for his wife and um, <coughs> and those different things that that I think at first glance are I mean I at first glance they would appear to be lies, you know, because he's her brother and he's supposed to love her and you know blah 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 anyway how much of that do you think is maybe was maybe actually true that he really felt that way well i think i, I think, think that he de- way, yeah. i think that originally that he did feel those things yeah but i think once but he you truly th- understood i'm sorry go ahead okay but do you think once he truly understood that they just went away Went away. I mean, yeah, I I think he honestly believed that it was not okay her intention to do okay. what she did. Okay, okay, because she believes whether Siler planted it in her head or not, she believed those things. Otherwise, he, his lies wouldn't have been able to take root in her heart. Right. Do you follow me? No, I understand. Okay. Yep. Anyway, I, that's just been on my mind. Alrighty, but Siler's creepy. Siler is creepy, and the fact that he's got little. I'm ready. I know he's got Molly. Molly. So where is Matt? Where is Parkman? Where is Matt Parkman? Because you know, seriously, he's supposed to be in New York. We saw him interview um, um, Angela Petrelli. Yeah. And I constantly want to call her Nancy. Don't ask me why. Nancy. <laughs> but she just looks like a Nancy to me. Anyway, um, so we saw him interview Angela Petrelli. And then, I guess, is that the last we saw of him? I think so. And he just left Molly with Mo Hinder, who's kind of going off the deep end anyway. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to have to have a talk with him. So here's the last thing that I have, and then we'll go to some of this listener feedback. Um, The one thing I really don't understand is this Monica situation. Now, I thought it was kind of cool, the foreshadowing of the, what was it, the Ninth Wonder or whatever Mm -hmm. comic book with the the character that looks just like her dressed up in the whole black hoodie and everything. That was kind of nifty and everything. However, what is she doing taking... uh, uh, she shouldn't have taken him with her. What's his name? Um, Micah. Micah. What is she doing taking Micah with him? I don't know. Or with her. That that was ridiculous. I think that that was just unheard of. I mean, somebody with as much... She obviously was somebody with a lot of maturity, okay? And somebody, That's the way they've played her so far. So far. And with somebody having that much maturity, knowing the situation in which she is about to go... As this masked hero with this secret identity. There's no way, given what they've shown of her character up to this point, that she would take Micah with her. And so, I think that's just crazy. It is. And not only that, but if I were considering, if I were her, and I were considering doing what she was doing, I think I would have got onto YouTube and watched a little bit more about ninja fighting and all that stuff. (laughs) So that she could... But doesn't she know how to, like, swing around the pole and knock him in the face? I well, mean, what happened to that cool move? Well, there was no pole. Well, wow. she could have made one up. She was in well, the no, ceiling. That's what I, no, what I'm saying is that she needed to watch some ninja fighting on YouTube. Okay. Kelly, well, I'm she seriously. saw enough. She saw enough to be able to be up in the ceiling the way she was. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I, I think a little bit more preparation in front of YouTube, she would have been able to handle those punks. I'm, I'm sure you're right. Okay. I don't think they were punks, though. I think they were gangsters. 
<laughs> punks. Okay. Same difference. <laughs> no. Not yeah, really. <laughs> seriously, they are. Okay. So let's go ahead and turn to the listener line. And, you know, I'm going to use this little sound bump. Yes. Lock. This line's secure. Line's secure. Go ahead. That's the wrong hey, show. Chris, Stephanie, Toy. This is it doesn't say lost. I listen. This is Kim from Indiana. Josh from California. Jennifer from Florida. Sam in Tucson. Kimberly from California. Paul in Memphis, Tennessee. Listener feedback. Target area is acquired. We are a go. Roger that. Roger that. Roger that. Yeah, they're all lost clips, uh, but it, it doesn't, doesn't say, actually say lost. There you go. I know. All right, so first caller is Maureen from San Diego, California. Hi, this is Maureen. I'm calling from San Diego about Heroes. Actually, before Heroes is on tonight, uh, a comment about last week's. I'm just wondering whether the woman that Parkman uh, pulls the identity from um, Peter's mom is the Michelle Nichols character. So I wanted to get that in before the episode tonight. I'm just wondering if that's who she is hiding in New Orleans. And chances are I'll call back after the episode with some more comments. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, question. So was Victoria Pratt, is that Michelle Nichols? I don't know. See, I know nothing about actors, and uh, we are going to see in the chat room, they will answer this question for us. Michelle Nichols, anybody? Hello? Do, 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 do. We need that Jeopardy music. Do, 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 do. No, Nobody's really, listening to the voicemail. That's great. Hello out there. We have 14 people in the chat room, unless, unless they're on some kind of uh, delay. Excuse me. All right. So is Michelle Nichols the person, the actress that you. played um, Victoria Pratt? Anyway, I think, I'll tell you what. Maureen, okay. What was the question? <laughs> we were talking about Lost in the chat room. That's horrible. All right. No doubt. Okay, so Maureen uh, called back and left us this message. Maybe she answered her own question. Okay. Hi, this is Maureen uh, from San Diego, California, uh, calling again to do my part towards your quota of 10. Um, just ignore my earlier message about uh, Michelle Nichols. I thought that uh, the woman they were trying to find out from, that Parkman was trying to find out about was the one sitting over by DeVoe, but it was the lady on the other side of the page. I still think that Michelle Nichols was involved in the original group of uh, heroes and that she's got some kind of power. But um, from last night's episode, what was really irritating me was Suresh. And, um, and the Elle's dad, Bob, is truly evil. <laughs> and I think that... Um, the contrast between really interesting. We're losing her. We got rid of DL. Noah is about the only decent father figure that. Yeah. Poor Marine's cell phone did not like that phone call. Let's see if she comes back at the end here. Nope. Nope. Maureen, I am so sorry that you're... Okay, so DL being the only good father figure. And they took him away. And they took him away. Right. Um, is there any other good father figure that we've seen in this? Not really. Well, I mean, vaguely, Noah. He's he's shown that he'll do anything. No. He's shown that he will do anything to protect his children. Stephanie. But Stephanie. What? The guy wipes his wife's memory at least once every three months. That has nothing to do with being a father figure. 
Okay. As, <laughs> He's a, a bad husband. <laughs> as a father figure, I would hope that I would be an example of the type Although of husband I'm sure that you should marry one day. Many husbands would like to wipe their wife's memories every few months. <laughs> I know I'd like to have some of mine erased. Ah, uh, thank you, babe. Oh, goodness. There was just that one time in the bathroom. <laughs> I wasn't even going there. I'm just kidding. All right. So, anyway, father figures. Yeah, okay. Let's go on to Tom from Chicago. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. It's Tom from Chicagoland. Uh, love the Heroes podcast. Uh, keep it up. I wish uh, it was gonna, the show was going to keep going for a while, but I'm afraid we're going to see the end of it for a season. But let's hope not. Anyway, it's Tuesday, and I got to – I'm sorry, it's Monday, and I got to watch the first ten minutes or so of, of Heroes. And one thing came to mind. I don't know if anybody's talked about Maybe I've missed it. But uh, we don't know – what power Bob has. And I was just wondering if anybody uh, knew that, or maybe I missed it somewhere along the way, but Bob keeps showing up everywhere, and I'm just kind of wondering what his his uh, superhero power is, if he even has one. Anyway, uh, thanks again, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. That's an interesting question, Tom. Thank you for calling in, by the way. Um, does Bob have a power? I mean, obviously it's not something that we've seen, and, uh, you know, being somebody that has a power, working so hard to get rid of powers in other individuals seems kind of counterintuitive or counterproductive to his it, cause. It does. Um, I Although, think they, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I think they've kind of insinuated that they've all had powers. Because Peter's father obviously had powers. Right. And um, Parkman's. Dad, had, Dad powers. had powers, but we haven't seen anything from Bob uh, or Angela. We haven't, yeah, we haven't <laughs> seen anything in them yet. And did uh, Hero's father? Did he have powers? I don't believe he showed any. He didn't show any. So the question is whether or not they that everybody in that fo- founding photo, if they all need to have powers or if they all have powers, I don't know. But uh, it is a good question and good theory. In fact, I'll even give you one of these other Lost clips. It's an interesting theory. <laughs> lost fans are going wild right now. <laughs> they were going wild before. I know. I saw that. It's like there's this whole other... Ch- it's as if we're recording the Heroes Fan Podcast and there's like this entire Lost uh, conversation happening in the room. So People are, are jonesing for Lost. All right. So... Seriously. All right. Next up is... Paul from Long Island, and if anybody wants to go grab a drink, uh, we have four minutes and 14 seconds from Paul. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. It's Paul from Long Island. Uh, I thought about waiting until after Monday's episode to give you a call so that uh, just maybe this time around they wouldn't refute whatever it is I say, but why ruin a perfect record? Why not keep going and making mistakes right and left? So, last week's episode, Cautionary Tales. I think that was the best episode of the season. Uh, just everything about it really was exciting and great. Uh, I did have one thing about it that I was questioning a little bit. And you guys started to ask, you know, is it possible that after you give uh, Claire's blood to HRG, does he now have her powers for good? And you came to the conclusion that you didn't think that was going to be the case, and I would agree with you. But I also take it a step further. The question I would have there is, was he actually dead at the moment that they pumped Claire's blood into him, 
or was he barely clinging to life? <clears throat> Excuse me. Because if he was dead, then his blood would not have been flowing. And if you put an IV with blood into him, it's not going to make its way through his veins to heal him. On the other hand, if he wasn't dead, how could he possibly have survived a bullet to the eye like happened in that episode? Uh, it's really stretching things to believe that he was still alive, but I think that one makes more sense because otherwise you could just take anybody who's died, inject blood into them, and bring them back to life, uh, basically creating zombies. So that really didn't make a lot of sense to me, but I don't know how they're going to play that one out. Uh, another paradox that I thought was created not this week, but just occurred to me, uh, was with Caitlin. When uh, Peter went from the present to the future, he brought her with him. Then he came back to the present, but left her in the future. So now if he changes the timeline, if he somehow prevents that virus from being spread, anyone who exists now would start on a new timeline towards a different future. What would actually happen to Caitlin since she doesn't exist currently? She was taken from the past and she doesn't exist again until the future. At this moment in time, she doesn't exist. Uh, and it seems like that's going to be something that's going to be difficult to explain away if they bother to try. Uh, in all likelihood, they'll just ignore that. I hope I explained it well enough uh, because it confuses me even thinking about it. Last comment for this week is I reviewed, I reviewed the graphic novel online again. This week's was called Pursuit Part 1. Uh, it follows Adam Monroe in the year 1777. He's working as a mercenary for the English government protecting a port. It starts off, they arrive at a port, and it's in ruins, in flames, and they get off their ship, and they're told that one man who could not be killed committed this, uh, this carnage. And as he walks through, he comes across the man who identifies himself as Evan, uh, Adam takes his sword and runs Evan through, and his, his men and he and his men start to battle a whole army. Uh, his men start to retreat, and he starts attacking himself, uh, just going after the whole army basically by himself. Uh, as he does so, he runs through another man and realizes that it's the same man that he already ran through. So it appears that this man has the same powers that he does. Uh, I could see this being significant as it goes on, whether it goes two or three episodes, because it could show this character, Evan, if, if Adam does not kill him off, he could appear on the show as time goes on. Or if Adam does kill him off, it would show how you go about killing a character with that power, which also could come into play as the season, excuse me, as the season goes on. Anyway, that's it for this week. I uh, hope you guys had a nice Thanksgiving, and I will speak to you next week. Bye-bye. Paul from Long Island. Gotta say something to you. I have had it's, it, it's been nearly two years now that we've been podcasting, Stephanie. Nearly. I have had many people call and leave uh, beyond three minute messages before. Never before has somebody left that long of a message and had so much wonderful content in yeah. it. I mean, that was. Excellent. It really was. Uh, thank you so much for that call. I Are mean, you going to comment on what he said? Yes, I am. Okay. Do you have notes of what he said? I wanted you to like since I wanted I wanted to see what you had to say. <laughs> no, so, no, you're going to tell people that I ran upstairs and got a glass of water. No, I wasn't. But thanks for sharing. <laughs> but the thing is, is I turned the studio speaker monitors on, mm -hmm. and I heard everything he said while I was running upstairs to get my glass of water. So share. 
So, the only thing I want to say is that I'm totally lost about the this theory of of how Caitlyn might not exist. Did you catch what he was saying there? Yes. Okay, tell me because Vaguely. I'm, I'm totally lost on that. He's and he com- said that after you got back, so okay. you missed what he said while you were upstairs. Okay. Just to point it out. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Babe. So tell me what I missed. Okay. Um, what he was saying was, in our present time. Our present time, right now. In present time, Peter took Caitlin to the future with him. Yes, I've got that. She got left there, but Peter came back. Yes, that's correct. So in present time, Caitlin no longer exists because she's been moved to the future. Yeah. So, what is going to happen to her timeline if they make it to the future? Like, we, unless Peter can go back to the future, get that plug? Yes. And and bring Caitlin back to the present, currently her timeline no longer exists. So what he's saying is right now, Caitlin does not exist. So are they going to drop that? or? No, here, here's my thought on that. Caitlin does exist. She is missing. She's she's like one of those, perhaps this is, you know, all these people who just vanish and there's no trace. You know, you watch that show without a trace, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> they just vanish. All I mean, just nobody ever sees them again. Well, perhaps the FBI they... comes in and finds them on my show. Okay. <laughs> Well, on on my show, they get carried off into the future and get left behind. So, take that for shows. Anyway, so, in in essence, she has a history. She has a timeline. Well, she has a history and she has a future. She has no present. No, she does. Her present. She doesn't. I'm telling you what he's saying. Peter, hero, okay. Hero did not not exist when he was in the past. Okay. Yes, I did say hero did not not exist, okay. and that totally made sense if you listen to it. So a double negative. <laughs> I, I know, and I intended it to be such. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the fact is, is that hero still existed, technically in the present because he had made the, his impression upon the world, and so therefore he still existed. He, he, Caitlin still exists. In Peter's heart, in the present, because go ahead, because he she had made an impression, an impact on his life, right? And so, so therefore, so Peter is currently the only one who remembers her. I'm sure she, there she are can't people live in on in Peter's heart forever. All right, forget this whole. <laughs> all right, so her brother was fried. Paul, to my a head's crisp, hurting remember? now. Remember, and then the other thing that the other thing that Paul brought up, which I thought was really cool, was um. Was Noah actually dead when they put... Oh, yeah, the blood um, flowing thingy. Claire's blood... Yeah. I heard that one. Well, you were on your way back into the room. So, um, because obviously if he was dead, his heart's not beating, he's not pumping blood, so you cannot pump blood into a body that is not pumping blood. So, although how did he survive a bullet wound to the eye? Did Paul... Paul, Paul's the guy who usually has all the... uh, and then he talked about the online thingy, and that's where he lost me because. Oh, I listened to the graphic novel part t- tonight. It was really good. It, okay. it's not, matter of fact, I I am this close. For those of you on UStream, you'll see this little gesture I'm making. And it, oh, look at that! 
not too late after that. And I'm this close to start reading those. Of course, now oh, the other thing he did. Somebody else mentioned the. It was Tom about how what? few I. <laughs> what? Don't, don't worry. There's no way you're gonna be able to track with me because I don't even know where I'm going with this one. Uh, if I wasn't so close to the chair, I'd like spin around because the wind of your brain moving just blew me in a circle. All right. Anyway, what I was going to say is that, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to start getting into this graphic novel. So one of the things I have a question on, uh, a question about, is the fact that we're getting ready to go into hiatus. We're going to eventually so go sad. back and relook at um, season one once we have an opportunity. Right. Are these graphic novels, are they still available for us to go back and look at? Uh, can anybody in the chat room uh, tell me the answer to that question? Uh, so th- I would definitely like to know that. And while we're waiting for that answer, let's go to CC from Boston, who is also in the chat room tonight. So it's Paul now. Oh, Paul's in the chat Cliff room, Cliff and Stephanie. This is CC from Boston. Um, very pleased to find you guys doing Heroes Podcast. Uh, I am a dedicated person who has stayed lost for a couple of years here. And uh, I, I actually swore you guys off because I thought... You know, going to your site and listening to old podcasts from Lost would just make it that much harder <laughs> to get through this off season. And uh, I broke down about <laughs> three weeks ago and checked you guys out and decided to just get all these uh, the new ones that you've been doing for Lost. And I saw you guys are doing Heroes, and I am absolutely pumped. Um, Heroes has been filling in the time here uh, without any Lost and Battlestar uh, Galactica, for that matter. Um, but uh, I'm glad you guys are doing this, and I've noticed that you guys are getting progressively better each podcast. You're coming up to your uh, quality that you do in Lost. And uh, I just want to encourage you guys, keep going at it. You're doing a great job. Um, it's, it's very impressive, and uh, it's nice to see someplace that uh, people aren't complete heroes, haters. The, uh, the, the blogs and reviews that I've been reading around a lot of uh, a lot of hate out there, and you know I don't know if it's because of the writer's strike or what, but uh, you guys do a good job, and uh, it's uh, it's great. So um, the the uh, the other thing besides uh, kissing up to you guys, um, I wanted to throw out there for the cliffhanger. Uh, I'm wondering if the way they're setting this up is that uh, the cliffhanger for the break, or hopefully not the season ending, uh, will be that somehow Peter finds out, realizes, or remembers that Kensei is actually his dad. Uh, I didn't buy this before, but now just seeing, you know, that uh, the only person in that picture of the the company founders uh, where somebody has got their head turned, um, it seemed to be that was uh, Papa Petrelli. So, you know, uh, I don't know who else it could be. It could be Kensei. You know, maybe uh, their mother, um, being such a sweetheart that she is, she did the, you know, hold their hands and told them, you know, that's not your dad, your dad's dead, uh, and convinced them. Uh, you know, I don't think that's, that part's too much of a stretch now that we know that what she can do. So maybe that's one of these things where uh, she's about to, or Peter's about to kill him, kill Kensei, cut his head off or something, testing that theory out. And uh, we get a, I don't know, Vader, Skywalker, you know, Peter, I am your father type of moment. <laughs> That's it. <clears throat> um, 
can't wait to listen. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, I'll catch you guys tomorrow night on the live broadcast. Glad to see you guys put the schedule up. Uh, okay, I'm rambling. Talk to you guys later. See ya. It's an interesting theory. Rambling so fits right in here. Yeah, no doubt. So does the <laughs> coughing. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Anyway, uh, that is awesome. What do you think about that? That uh, Cece's in the room right now. The whole idea of having um, Adam be the Petrelli father, Petrelli dad. It's kind of it, creepy. It, it, it well, does. he's been locked up for 30 years. You kind of get the impression that Peter's younger than 30. Do you? I don't. I get the impression that he's about 30. Okay. I'm sorry, about 34. And it's been... the I Yeah, wait. Well. I may be wrong, but it's been told... I thought that the story had been told that, that their dad had, had killed himself. Well, that's what he's... And he even, right. He but even did he say that? Yeah. You no, know, he said, you know, okay. perhaps, you know, Mama Angela basically... So they never saw their dad? I mean... They kind of lead on that they had a relationship with their dad. Yeah, the only thing, I I, I think it's an interesting theory. I don't know how no, much I, I can buy a, into it. Yeah. But but it, it's something I hadn't thought of before. But it, that just seems so cliche that, they, that they're that they not going to do the whole, but, but it, you but know. But a descendant would be cool because they have the same power. Yeah. Oh, Who, no, that's wait, Claire. No, no, that's Claire. Yeah. Yeah. Although Peter maybe it's. Has, like the really cool well, valor. Claire because. is Nathan's. Daughter, daughter and maybe it skips a generation maybe hmm yeah but like if adam is kinsey it skipped more than one generation <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily if he was married to angela and if i was married to angela i'd be mean and nasty and rude too because <laughs> she's mean <laughs> she is she's she seems evil no you don't think so i don't think she seems evil i think she seems conflicted I don't think she seems conflict. I think she's pure evil. Do you? She, dude, she was like, you don't understand, Nathan. You have to be this man. You're going to do this. This is what... I mean, she is so company. As if the company's okay. bad, you know? All right, so what are they saying um, in the chat room okay, here? Okay, Amy is saying that um, they say that Nathan and Peter's dad is in the picture of the founders, and Adam isn't in that picture. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. That's what she's saying. Okay. And uh, that's as far back as I could see. All right. Amy Pearson uh, in the chat room wrote, uh, Cliff, all 61 graphic novels are available online. There is a novel, novel library when you go into the graphic novel selection or section of the Heroes website. Very cool. Very, very so you cool. You can go back and listen to all those. Listen or watch or read. Listen or watch or read. All okay, right. sure. All right. And then we have one last caller, and then I think we'll wrap up the show here. All right. All right. If anybody else wants to call in and give some final thoughts, uh, there's a little bit of time to do that. The number is scrolling at the bottom of the screen. I always wanted to say that. <laughs> Hi there. This is Troy with Journeyman, the first fan podcast. And I uh, just finished watching episode 10, Truth or Consequences of Heroes. Let me first say that I am a Heroes fan. After episode 8 and episode 9, uh, I was completely satisfied and wanted to see next week's episode. After last night's episode, however, oh, my stomach was turned. It absolutely blows. Uh, I, turned, I had to close the doors on my entertainment center so that I didn't see the TV screen after the fact. Uh, you know, there were events that happened, but, you know, they just left me, eh, mm -hmm. 
you know, not so interested. Um, my wife was watching the show with me, and as Monica watched on her iPhone to get into the house, she she's not a fan of the show, and she said, what is her ability jumping? Um you know, that's really all I have to say. I was incredibly disappointed in number 10, Truth or Consequences. Um, one interesting theory that I think has been dropped along the way, uh, Siler doesn't have his powers. And when that, you know, happened at the beginning of the episode, everybody was talking that he had the virus. I wonder if we're barking up the wrong tree, you know, thinking that Nikki is the one that spreads the virus, and oh. it's actually Siler that, you know, releases the virus because it's inside him. And uh, that's what's going to happen into the future. So who knows if, if that happens or not. And, uh, you know, enjoying the podcast. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Wow, I like that, Troy. I, I totally disagree with you about the episode. I do, too, because <clears throat> being that this is episode 10 in uh, a chapter of 11 chapters, or in a book of a, a volume is what they're calling it of 11 chapters. I think that this is the chapter that precedes the closing. Yeah. You know, it, it's going to be, it's going to at first sight seem to some people meaningless, but I think that you need it to tie everything together when you get so much out of the finale. It's kind of like a two for the road kind of deal. You know, you remember that, kind of. you remember that ho-hum episode of lost? No, actually I don't. <laughs> I choose to forget. Yeah. Anyway, um, but you're, memory, yes, I, I know. Um, you're allowed to not like an episode of Heroes, absolutely, and that's totally uh, just as I, I'm allowed to not like an episode of Lost. Well, that's different story now, babe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but anyway, regarding the whole Siler having the the thing, remember the the changeling woman? What was her name? The girl that changed shapes? Did yeah, he? I don't he re- actually kill her? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, he did. He, kinda, he did. Like, totally. Wait. Oh, but he wasn't able to get her gift because no, he's... he couldn't get her ability. So, but he killed her. But she took his abilities away prior to her being killed, right? And so maybe she got her hands on strain number one thirty-eight and injected him with it. So yes, maybe. So they're all going to Odesso, Texas. They're all going to be there next next week, and we're going to see it. Is that where he's going? He's he's waiting. He's waiting for Suresh. At, but Molly. everybody else. Right. Uh, right. You know, the whole thing is is that <clears throat> he's there with Molly. However, they're all, you know, the rest of them are on, in a mad rush to go to Odesso, Texas. Hero's there. Um, uh, Peter's there. Uh, Adam's there. Everybody oh, else. was Candace. Okay. They're, they're all heading there. And they're going to go to the place where this is supposedly held. And my suggestion, based upon what but what Troy has said, is that when they get there, it's just not going to be there. Right. And that's because it's been used against Siler. So. Okay. Very interesting and then, theory. You know, we already mentioned like several weeks ago, and um, but I think that we should again that the um. Next Monday's episode, um, chapter 11, the ending was altered um, due to the writer strike in case this is the season finale and not just the volume finale. Okay. So, just so you guys know that they did go back and prepare, or they did go back and plan on um, that episode being a um, little more of a closure and less of a cliffhanger um, to prepare for that. Very cool. So, but I, I really <laughs> hope that, you know... It's not. 
I'm still no holding out. I'm still holding out hope that that these shows are going to come back. They have to. They like, really do. Our, basically, our future <laughs> part of next year kind of uh, depends on our entertainment podcasting activities. So uh, anyway, we want to let you know that tonight's episode was recorded live in front of a internet audience, and uh, we have been doing some uh, very interesting new technology for our live streams, and uh, we so want to encourage you to be a part of the final discussion of this, you know, volume, chapter 11. And so what we want to invite you to do is to come and be a part of the live show next Tuesday evening at 10.15 p.m. So if you can do that, we would love to have you here. The nice thing is is this can include anybody on the East Coast and the West Coast and all those folks around the world who downloaded off the Internet some via some other means. Uh, but anyway, we encourage you to come. It's real simple. gspn.tv slash live. That's it. gspn.tv slash live. We will be here in the studio uh, recording live um, next Tuesday evening at 10.15 p.m. Eastern Time. Absolutely. All right. So with that, that is all we have. We want to say thank you for joining us to all of you in the chat room. Please hang out for the post-show discussion here for just a moment, and uh, we'll be there in just a second. Until next time, go to gspn.tv, see all of our shows, and Stephanie... Join Join the the community. community.